Hi guys, welcome back to my new podcast, Housewives 411. My name is Lindsay, the Housewife Historian, and today we're going to be talking about the real housewives of New Jersey and this lawsuit and Melissa and Teresa and how all of the ladies are in Miami and know the People's Choice Awards is not happening in Miami. So we're going to break some of that down today. Um, if you guys want more tea or want to check out some more of my content, you can check out my YouTube channel at the Housewife Historian. Um, on YouTube, or you can check out my tickety talk, <laughs> HW Historian with the number two. Um, of course, everything in this podcast is going to be a legend for educational purposes only. You're probably going to need your notepad because there's a lot of players in this, and um, I want to explain it to you guys as best as I can. I also want to say that my friend there, Miss Lisa, who is NYC Gal Out. She hosts me every Wednesday, and we talk about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, we used to recap the Real Housewives of New Jersey, and again, that's on her podcast, NYC Gal Out. She did a lot of research the other day on this lawsuit, and so she was able to really give some background to some of the players and how this could have transpired, because it is a little bit difficult to understand. Um, but the long and short of the lawsuit is basically Louis and Vanessa were going to court, um, Bo and his attorney and Bo Deedle were, you know, his team and somehow allegedly Vanessa's team, her attorney, Kevin, which is a little weird because anyways, um, her attorney intercepted an email to at which it was speaking, it had recordings and I think like pictures and it was from a private detective, um, I think, I don't know for sure. I do know that it, that's what it alleged that this email contained audio and video and that the attorneys felt that they were acting, that Bo and his attorney, Danielle, were acting unlawful and unethical. So they filed the lawsuit. Um, we're going to get into all of that. So like I said, guys, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot today. So anyways, um, some of the major players, we have Bo Deedle, who we met last year on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. He is a private investigator. Um, he was part of the NYPD for 16 years. I'm not exactly sure why he's not uh, an active duty anymore. Um, but he seems to have, you know, made himself quite the reputation there in the New Jersey, New York City circuit. And... I'm surprised to see his name on a lawsuit. He's very well connected. <clears throat> Let me say that again. I want to keep my kneecaps, but I'm telling y'all something without telling y'all something. He did an interview with David Yontip on Behind the Velvet Rope. Hold on. Let me take a drink of my coffee. Sorry, guys. He did an interview with David Yontip from Behind the Velvet Rope. And it was a good interview. Um, but... He's connected, and I'm shocked to see this lawsuit. So then we have um, Danielle. Her last name, I think, is like Rosenberg or something like that. Now, she is Louis' attorney. She works with Bo, apparently, works with Louie. Um, she's been practicing law for like 20 years, according to um, Lisa from NYC Gal Out. She did all the background on her, and she 
the lost, you know, she's an attorney for Louie, basically. And she's an experienced attorney and she's educated and she's also, like, licensed in another state to practice law, um, not just New York. <clears throat> so that's that's Louie's team. He's got Bo and he's got Danielle, right? And at this time, they're going to court to fight the lawsuit with Vanessa, okay? And they did have victory in court, okay? They had victory in court. Um when the judge, you know, handed down his determination, he felt like, I think, I don't, I want to quote him verbatim, but I don't have it in front of me, but he said something along the lines of, like, he felt like she was the person who maybe had an unhealthy obsession with him, um, and he said that outright, basically. So it was a victory for Louis in a way. Um, but now that this lawsuit hit, I can see what they're doing from a mile away. Um, they're trying to say that Louis and Bo and Danielle obtained evidence about Vanessa illegally and unethically. And they used that information um, when they were going to court. Okay, nobody's picked up on this, guys, because what will happen, right, if they say the information that she, that Louis and the attorneys and people had was obtained illegally, that's going to be a problem. That could definitely change the determination of the previous lawsuit. Do you guys pick up what I'm putting down? Um, but we'll get back into that. I want to, again, break all of this down, give you guys the characters and what's happening. Um, I also want to note to you guys, David Yontov, again, is correct when he says that anyone can sue you. Anyone can file a civil suit. Anyone. They can say whatever they want. This is not a criminal case. This is not the state nor the federal government knocking at Louie and Teresa's door saying, you broke the law. Okay? This is a group of attorneys. One of them rep representing Vanessa. Again. Um, so that's Louie's team. Right? Then you have the group of attorneys that's suing them. And one of those attorneys' name is Kevin Johnson. Now, according to Lisa on NYC Gal Al, Kevin's been practicing law for about 10 years. Um, at some point, him and Danielle from Louis' team worked at the same company, same small company. Maybe not even during the same time, but... There was a timeline of them closely working at the same office, right? So it's very strange that this man named Kevin, who is an attorney, okay, practicing law for about 10 years, says that he intercepted an email from Danielle, and that's what contains all of this information that they think makes Louis, Bo, and Danielle acting unlawfully and unethically obtaining information by hacking computers. Um, <laughs> they kind of make it almost sound like at first, like they received the email as an accident. You know how sometimes you can accidentally CC somebody or you can accidentally send an email with like the wrong address? Um, that's what I 
assumed that you know they kind of insinuated that almost in the in the uh suit but really it's more likely that if danielle and kevin worked at the same firm with each other at some point it's possible that they had access to her email do you know what i'm saying she could have had a laptop she could have had a tablet she could have had anything um that was the companies that she was logged into right and didn't log out of it would be very easy to do it could be the simplest of things and even if she was logged out that's something that they could easily hack too you know what i'm saying um since she worked there and already had you know an email through there um so basically they're saying that louie so kevin johnson and this group of attorneys who are in this civil suit are saying that Louie and Bo and Danielle obtained information about Vanessa illegally and through the hacking of computers. Now, they don't go into in what information it was that they obtained because I feel like that's a little bit important. Why are, like, if it's information that was obtained that you could have just obtained somewhere else, um, what's the big deal, right? I, I don't think there was, like, any secretive, crazy you know, bomb that went off in the courtroom of information that Louie or his team found out about Vanessa. Um, I think it was just like a multitude of things. But on top of that, again, was this information that would have been accessible to them regardless? And it's not illegal to hire a private investigator. That kind of shook me as well. That's, uh, that was in there. But, um, I just think that it's a little bit strange, and I honestly think that because it's a civil suit, again, anyone can file a civil suit, I think that maybe they're trying to, again, say that any of the discovery or evidence that Louis used in court against Vanessa was obtained unlawfully or unethically, and again, that would or could possibly affect the results of that lawsuit because she lost which i think made her owe him money and also had to pay for his legal fees which i'm sure were outrageous um so it's not crazy to think that she's trying to get out of that because it's a lot of money right i'm just saying guys think about it for a second like really think about it if she can try to prove that there was an issue with um the information and the evidence that was presented in court prior, they could have, you know, they could have a real big problem on their hands. Now, Bo Deedle did come out and make a statement. He didn't really um, say anything too crazy. He just basically said he's excited to see what information they have, like what evidence they have um, to back up what they're saying. And this is bogus. And, you know, just just basically saying it's bogus um I want to know what you guys think though like I feel bad for Teresa because unfortunately she you know is affected by the things that Louis does and his court cases and his his you know messiness that he has going on with this woman that has been ongoing since they met since we've known him since he's you know been in her life there's been an ongoing battle with this woman and again you know everyone really thinking that it was wrapped up 
a couple of months ago when the judge made a decision in court. However, again, I really think this is her way of trying to poke holes in that judge's decision and determination. And um, I don't know. We're really going to have to see, wait and see what happens. Um, I just, again, I feel bad for Teresa. I think it's stress on her. Listen, guys, when you go to prison, that is traumatizing. We all know that Teresa's traumatized. She's told us that she's traumatized. I'm telling you guys, it's traumatizing. It's very traumatizing. You don't, it's traumatizing to go back in a courtroom. It's traumatizing to be pulled over by the police again. Like, it's just traumatizing and it triggers the trauma and she doesn't want to have to deal with the court system and we i cannot blame her i cannot and i think that louis in my mind i picture him just like being like telling her not to worry about it and it's okay and he's gonna take care of it and you know um reassuring her a lot but it's like yeah okay sure whatever you say but at the same time it's kind of like I'm tired of this I don't want to live like this anymore like I already did all of this before like you've never been in the judicial system Louie you don't necessarily know what it's like it's not always fair you're not always gonna get your justice it happens all the time so it's like you win some you lose some like weigh out your your options your pros and your cons like why are you still fighting this lady all the you know several years later and i can't help but think that she probably feels a little bit like that in my opinion i would feel that way i would be pissed i would be so pissed and i would be like just pay her i swear to god i'd be like just pay that woman obviously you did you know she wasn't uh maybe exactly the most stable person when you met her but um there's been a contribution to her mental health by him at some point or she would not be like i cannot think that she would be so i don't know maybe it's about the money though i mean he gave her a lot of money he gave her you know, hundreds of thousands i mean he just was trying to elevate her because he wanted to be elevated you know if you go through and read the document it wasn't because he was like oh i want you to have a nicer car or something you know like it was just, I felt like it was like he needed to elevate her so that he felt elevated too. You know what I mean? Um, but I feel bad for Teresa and I hope that they're able for her sake to get everything cleared up. Um, again, I just think that it's not fun to be in the legal system. You know, your husband, she's not in it. He's in it. Okay. But still it's a stressor. It's attorney fees. It's court dates. It's this, it's that like, and again, years of this, guys. Years and years and years. Years. I would be like, pay her the money. Don't you think? It's not like he doesn't have it. If, you know, only a couple hundred thousand dollars isn't anything to you, then give it to her and just let her go on about her way. Like, I just don't understand one day, you know, he's making a million dollars. That's fantastic. But like, if that's the case, then just give the woman the money and let her be. You know what I mean? Um, that's just my opinion, though. You guys let me know what your thoughts are. Um, you guys can always email me at housewifehistorian2022 at gmail.com, 2022 at gmail.com. Um, I also want to talk about Melissa and Joe and Louie and Teresa being in the sunshine state over the weekend. And 
how crazy what is the coincidence what how could this happen i'm like a statistic person like what is the probability that Teresa says she's taking louie and going to miami for valentine's day not over valentine's day but as a gift for valentine's day all of a sudden melissa pops up in miami on friday i'm like is happening is she really in florida so then i'm like maybe she's on a girl's trip right then i was like no there's no way joe would let her go on a girl's trip no huh and literally they posted that night and it was like her and larsa from the real housewives of miami and erica jane from the real housewives of beverly hills and so people were like oh my gosh they're there for the people's choice awards no guys the people's choice awards were in california on saturday so not sure how Erica Jane got there. She looked out of place. She looked very out of place. And her and Larsa are the same age. But I just think without that Girardi name and money, um, Erica doesn't have the status that she used to have. Because she doesn't have all that money and power behind her. She looks out of place. She looks like she is... I don't know. She just looks out of place with melissa and larsa and she can hang with them because erica's gorgeous but maybe it was just the look that she was wearing that i didn't like maybe it's when she does her own makeup Mm. yeah but they were all in miami together how crazy is that guys because they're always talking about how you know we know that what was it it was always people would always say Teresa's baby sister-in-law um is a copycat i love to copy her and it's just so funny when we see instances where it's, like, kind of blatant. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a little blatant lately. She also did a fit check, which is so funny because if you watch Melania's TikToks, she's always doing, like, a fit check with her and her friends. And now Messi is Melissa, obviously. Messi, Wessi, Melissa is doing the same thing. She's like, I'm doing a fit check. What the hell is going on? This is unhealthy. All of you guys. Like, if I was Louie, I'd be like, how much do I have to pay all of you to go away from me? Like, literally. I would be like, you know what, Joe and Melissa? Literally, if I was a millionaire, if I made the money that he says he makes, I would literally be like, Joe and Melissa, how much money do you need to, like, go away for a while? Like, what is your salary? I'll just pay you it. Please go off the show and leave us be for a little bit. Like... Take Vanessa with you, please. Don't act like you guys aren't friends or don't talk because <laughs> we all know that you do, right? Um, so that's like the scoop of them being in Miami at the same time. Uh, Teresa had said it on the Namaste Bitches podcast. I can't remember if it was Wednesday or last Wednesday. I think it was last Wednesday. But regardless, um, she was in Miami a couple of weeks before that with Alexia. So it's just so funny to see... Uh, Melissa hanging out with Larsa from the Real Housewives of Miami when she knows that Teresa and Louie hang out with Alexia and Todd from the Real Housewives of um, Miami. And guess what? Larsa and Alexia hate each other right now, right? So how funny is that? How What a coincidence that is that Larsa hates Alexia and Alexia is Teresa's friend. And now Melissa and Larsa are friends. Can somebody explain that to me? Because that just seems like it's on purpose. <laughs> like, it's not a coincidence. Like, they were never friends before. And now that she's dating somebody with the last name Jordan, Joe Gorga's, like, having a 
you know, he's probably like a panting dog, like with his tongue out wanting to meet Michael Jordan's son. Like I can only imagine. Oh my Lord. But, um, yeah, guys, that's what's going on in New Jersey with this lawsuit. And you can check out NYC Got Out's video because she did a lot more of a deep dive and she can explain the people and situations a lot better than I can. So go check her out. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing Saturday. And again, check out my YouTube channel, The Housewife Historian, and my TikTok, HW Historian number two, for more content. Have a great day.